2: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match, limited by state law.
3: On ESPN. Now, 92.9 FM. ESPN presents Memphis' biggest columnist.
1: You ain't gotta do nothing on what you ain't writing nothing. I ain't write I no, you ain't. writing anyway, nothing. I ain't letting him write. I ain't getting no interview. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Calkins Show. I
2: don't get no interviews. I know. I'm good. On 929 FM, ESPN Ladies and Gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker breaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I'll make you ugly As soon as it drops We're on a rampage. page Bubbles popping up before you know it There's rubble in the Cause we'll be
3: pushing it up Somebody You say
4: Happy Thursday, ladies and happy gentlemen. Election Day. What you're
2: about to witness is no illusion. It is
4: that day. Uh, some 58,000 Memphians have voted in early voting, and uh, the rest of y'all got to get out there today in the rain uh, to cast your uh, ballots. Uh, today on the radio show, we've got uh, Chris Harrington straight up at 10 o'clock. And then I do believe, Jeffrey, we will play special election day edition of writer than right, right trivia. Is that correct? Indeed, Jeffrey Wilbur. So, uh, I, I can only hope that, uh, that, a, a winner, a, uh, someone who is a winner to the extent that you are a winner, uh, mm-hmm. emerges today from this field of 17 in the Memphis election, because you are clearly a winner. Just, just Jeff, knocking Jeff, we're not here to talk about the pass. You Just know, we're Knocking not. it out of the park every single damn Thursday. It's one play at a
1: time, one game so at a time. So Today we, we will ahead. play
4: right Than Right trivia. And uh and uh what do they got? What's, what's the what's the what's we the We've got a double prize today, Jeff. We've got oh.
1: four tickets. To see, Need to Breathe with Judah and the Lion. That's Sunday, October 15th at Lander Center. That's we will good. also have tickets to nine oh one wrestling this Saturday.
4: There you go. That's the prize. All you gotta do is either be righter than right. That's uh, right than Jeffrey Wright. Or play honorably. We had to lower the bar because otherwise we'd never give anything away. He just
1: destroys people. Super gettable this week, if we're being honest. Super gettable because you've been focused on the election. Of, of course, obviously, that's that, I've been, you know, knee deep in that. Um, also, I'm going to be out tomorrow, so like, getting a bunch of stuff done. Just it's been a been a busy it's been a busy week.
4: week. You're distracted.
1: we so we had some coverage issues at, at home against Josephine. She got loose. Oh, no. She started looking like Ole Miss and LSU secondary. Oh, no. You know, just everybody was open.
4: Uh, well, all right. So that's the lineup today. We will uh, have Chris Harrington straight up at 10 o'clock. Then we'll play writer, then write trivia. It is Election Day. I was out this morning, not voting myself, but I, I, uh, I may write a column about this. So I wanted to see, the, you know, I wanted to see the get the scene. So I went to uh, a polling place, and Paul Young showed up. And he showed up. Uh, with his eight-year-old son and his uh, daughter and his wife, and and they walked through the rain, and he cast his vote. Um, uh, Paxton is the name of the son, and uh, we did ask him who he voted for, and he said, "My dad." And so that's a shocker, um, but there you have that. So he's been out voting. I saw Van Turner has tweeted a video uh, that he is out. Uh, he has been out voting. I will vote at some point today as well. Um, here's the math, Jeffrey. There are in the city of Memphis, 373,091. This is according to Bill Drees at the Daily Memphian. You can read the Daily Memphian over there and the election coverage is free. Um, anyway, 373,091 registered voters. Of that, we have 17 candidates. Um, we have that, that's not the most. We've had 21, I think before is the, is the most. Um, Of that 373,091 registered voters, 58,000 have voted. Um, And um, since there have been 16 elections since 1967, right? When this sort of, when we hit upon the current system. And no mayor has been elected uh, with... Well, the fewest votes ever for an election for a mayor was 2015 when Jim Strickland defeated A.C. Wharton. That was 41,829 votes. Okay, he got he got 41, basically 42,000 votes. Okay, so if 58,000 people have voted, Jeffrey. All right. Let's say another 58,000 will vote today. All right. So we're at 116,000. 116,000. Will the winner have more than 41,829 votes?
1: So that would be, what, about 38%? I'm going to say, what was Sam's over-under?
4: Did he have an over-under for number of the votes? He had an over-under for, he said an over-under for what time we would know. Sam Hardiman yesterday from the Daily Memphian was on with us. No, but a couple weeks ago
1: he said a total for number of votes. I'm going to say under 48,000. 41, under
4: 40,
1: 41,829. That's yeah.
4: the number. I'm going to say you under. Think under. Okay, now let me ask you this. Does that... I, I, I'll be honest. It seems insane to me, right? The idea that 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 we don't have a runoff election because... It, and to me, again, I, I'm, a, I'm a relative novice at this. Um, but to me, it encourages everyone who, to stay in because... Like Willie Harrington, for example, right? Yeah, I see. People may love Willie Harrington. Some people like, and I think the nostalgia for Memphis, the way it was under Mem- under Willie Harrington, is great. So I'm not weighing in for or against Willie Harrington. But if there if there were, I think Willie Harrington looks at the field and says seventeen vote, seventeen people running,
1: right? Yep. I might be able to get 23
4: – you know, like if they sure. all split their vote, I might be able to sneak in there. With, with some
1: name recognition?
4: Because he's got – he has basically no budget, no advertising, no whatever else. But he's like, my name recognition. And you got to figure that if there were a runoff system whereby you – or either ranked voting where you have an instant runoff, that it, it would actually create a little order here. And it's been hard to focus on – well, I, a lot of people just don't care – or don't think it matters. I think that's the bigger thing. I think a lot of people don't think it matters. But so um, in any global, it will anything change kind of way, right? But it's it's when there are 17, take the debates, right? Yep. The debates alone. They're not really debates. They're not people, like a debate between two candidates. No, they're, sort just,
1: of, they're just they're platforms just to do your people talking making,
4: points. Yeah. And, and, and half of them have no chance of winning. And... At some point, like in these in the in the national elections, the primaries that we, we have these giant debates too. But by the time we're picking a president, we got the two of them up there. Yeah, you know there been years we've had three up there, but that's fine too. But I think this is crazy to do it the way we do it, and to have someone who could be elected
1: mayor of this city with thirty five thousand votes. So kind of I mean, crazy. Didn't Sam say we used to have a
4: runoff? Well, he said we used to have a runoff, and then I, and I, I, he said that that was struck down by a judge as discriminatory, because it it it, it handicapped the African American vote. Uh, candidate, I don't understand what the reality was back then. To me now, what it actually would do is, if there were a white candidate, it would help that. I don't think any uh, none of those certainly the significant candidates here are white. It would help because the black vote could be split. I don't really understand the logic of the federal judge when the federal judge struck down. And now I'm way over my head. I'm talking about things I don't understand or haven't studied. But yeah, Sam said that there used to be a runoff system and it was struck down and it would strike me that we should go back to it. Um, I guess my other question is, how much is Memphis thinking about this election? How much does Memphis, even if you're not voting, and very, very clearly a lot of Memphians aren't voting, I think there's a general sense of, <laughs> back when Memphis football, when I first got to Memphis, there was this perception, which turned out to be untrue, that it was an impossible job. Right, yeah. Like coaching graveyard. Coaching graveyard, impossible job. No one could do it. You just, whatever. The next person in there is just going to flounder and because of all these things and whatever else. And so then we actually got good coaches um, in there, uh, in Justin Fuente and Mike Norvell. And we're like, oh, well, turns out you actually can win here. But I do think there is this general feeling among people that the problems we are faced with, uh, whether it's you know crime, poverty, hopelessness, the schools, MLG and W, like every are so vast, decreasing population. Uh, are so vast that it doesn't matter, almost in the same way. Like it's a it's a it's a mayor graveyard, right? Yeah, you almost feel like that. That's the and I guess what I hope for. Whoever is the next mayor, and this is amorphous, but I hope they can create some sense of positivity and momentum and hope, right? Like, because right now, and maybe some of this is just social media, like any, if you, do you have the Nextdoor app on your phone?
1: No, of course my wife does.
4: It it would like it, it's insanity. It's total insanity. All you hear is a drumbeat of bad news, and all you hear is and 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 there is bad stuff. I'm not denying there's bad stuff. There's also good stuff. Here's the truth, and this is knock on wood. Knock on wood. You know how this is. This is knock on wood. It's also I. I'm privileged to live where I, whatever, the life that I lead. But if it weren't for next door and the reports I read and everything else, I wouldn't know Memphis was any different. Yeah, I think that's probably fair. I, I literally wouldn't know Memphis was any different. I, I, my house has been broken into...
1: As I've
2: said before, uh, 12. Uh,
4: the
1: carjackings. Uh, 12, yeah, no. I, I have you. Have you? Well, have, my brother has. Your brother has. So yes.
4: you. I'm no, literally no. Per, I have had my house broken into 12 years ago or 14 years ago. But I have no personal experience. Most people, a lot of people have. If they haven't had personal experience with crime, they know people who have. Like, like, like you. Like, has anything happened to you? You personally? No. But your brother, correct, and that that then, oh my god, like that, and I
1: think there's a lot of that, even if you haven't been personally touched, well, and, like the the break-ins at like you know the liquor store. Yeah, but like, how do you know, know about five hundred? It? it was five hundred feet from my house, right?
4: Well, at my Kroger, like a guy a guy what was shot and what, but I yeah. only know about that because of because of so like. I don't know, there could have been a shooting of my Kroger in 2004. Sure. Anyway, I I, I guess my point is is that I would like some... I, I don't know how you do this. Create some sense of forward momentum, hope. Sure, things are bad, but they're getting better. Right? Like, that's what I would like to be achieved. Because the relentless negativity, while grounded in real problems it gets to be wearing it just yeah. gets to be wearing and it is funny like i it's, so, that's not there's nothing, nothing funny about it but where was, there? There, was a sh- there was a shooting at the oklahoma state fair recently you know there's a it really is not an a, a memphis it, it is not a, a purely memphis issue um, that we're dealing with here and there's this perception that everywhere else it's paradise and in memphis it's no happy. crime
1: is up everywhere nationwide it's just we had a worse Starting yeah. starting spot. So,
4: anyway, I, I and it's funny. We're all supposed to say, get out there and vote, right? That's the other thing we're supposed to say. We're supposed to say, get out there and vote. And the truth of the matter is, if you haven't been paying attention, I don't care if you vote or not. You know what I mean? Like, you do want people to be engaged the in the process yeah. and be informed and then go vote. But I don't like whatever. If I don't need you to go out there and randomly vote for someone, I right? just randomly, if you haven't thought about it at all. That's fine. Uh, where, where I went today, there was a very slow trickle of voters. Um, anyway, and I'm sure, listen, I, I, th- there is no question. When we opened the phones that one day, it was just, I mean, there was the, there was the, uh, uh, the, there was the guy who had been pursued when he was over, he was over changing his, uh, checking on his parents' dog or our house or something like that, and yeah. six guys had f- opened fire on him. Like, th- there's way, there's been way too much of that. Anyway, uh, happy election day to all of y'all. And uh, if you're going to vote, uh, I, uh, polls open until 7, I think. This is, I think that's correct. Um, okay. Uh, moving on. Jeffrey, there was Memphis student madness last night, and... It was fine. I, I, I mean, I, I tuned in. I tuned in. I did not go personally. Did not go. Um, I tuned in. I will tell you this. From what I saw, the highlights of the dunk contest, wrong guy won. Oh, no. Yeah, no, wrong guy won. And there's no question about that. Nick Jordan won, and I'm not, uh, 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 And, and Jalen Young threw down easily a better dunk. Nick Jordan's dunk was a one-handed fine. It was a fine dunk, but it was, you know what they'd, the kids would say? It was mid. Mid. Mm. It was definitely mid. Um, so uh, that happened. David Jones won the three point contest, shooting contest over, uh, let's see, Jonathan Pierre and Ashton Hardaway were entered in that as well. It did not look on the stream like there was great excitement. Um,. And uh, so people can correct me if uh, if they were there and sensed great excitement. Uh, but I, I again, I'm certainly not going to get. I'm not going. Uh, I'm not going to get fired up about this either way. Penny's comment was, "It's going to get better," which doesn't isn't like an endorsement of it's going to build on itself and whatever else. It's going to keep getting better, which is not that he didn't say man this was off the chain or this was wild or this was he said right. it's going to get better which suggested they 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 needed to the do the finished some, product was not the what he wanted finished product wasn't the, the level of of pitched fever pitch wasn't what it wanted i i guess i would ask you two things jeffrey okay. one is in terms of i've been thinking about whether this made sense or not right i'll make one argument that it did not make sense all right at a time when fans have no idea who these players are, it's actually more important. And this, I mean, I, I, again, I'm not, I have, I'm not invested in this one way or another, right? I think it's fine that they did what they did, but I think an argument would be at a time when the season ticket holders don't really know this team at all. It's all that much more important to actually have the event where you're introducing them to them, where like you're getting to like. They're, they are allowed to come see and see what Nick Jordan looks like, right? And see what Javon Quinterly looks like. And and that this was an odd, it's an odd time given that you don't know who anybody is. It's an odd time to decide to restrict the actual season ticket owning public uh, for going to meet your team.
1: Yeah, I mean, the question though is how motivated are people to go and see the team? Like,
4: Well, that's the other thing. So that gets
1: me to the the second
4: point. I get so much pushback from Jason and John on the topic of have the Tigers been surpassed by the Grizzlies, right? And I get pushback. John's argument is always the only reason that kids are growing up now as Grizzlies fans rather than Tigers fans or whatever else is because the Tigers have been bad and the Grizzlies have been good and that there's nothing intrinsic one way or another and if the Tigers were good and the Grizzlies had been bad or when the Tigers are really good and the Grizzlies are bad someday that will come again that that will flip around that it is not it's just a it's purely a product of on court success on court success or maybe lack thereof and I, while I don't, it, that is clearly a part of it. Like the Grizzlies' on court success is clearly a part of it.
1: I don't buy it. I think it has switched, and let's be clear, forever. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I, I think this is a, in the end, like maybe at one point that, that was true. The biggest difference now is that the Grizzlies have history and there's now a full generation of, like, not everybody in town's a Tiger fan. No, here's the truth: is that, well, first of all,
4: you're overestimating how great the Grizzlies have been and how bad the, the Tigers have. Right. Been. The Tigers have over the last few years, they've got. I mean, they've been to two straight. They've been to two straight NCAA tournaments. They won a conference tournament. Like, like you can argue that the level of success last year, they each, they each, you know, went to the postseason kind of disappointed. Yeah. Right. Like, wh- whose season was better? One, one of them won a conference title. One of them was second in the in the West. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I don't think one was wildly successful and one was unsuccessful. I think they were both pretty successful. Maybe you would even say their regular season and including the conference tournament were good. And same thing with the Grizzlies. And then they get disappointed in the playoffs. Right? Yeah. Like, in the end. Like To me, they had very similar seasons. Yeah, they had disappointing postseason exits. Now, you had seasons before that with the Grizzlies when they were wildly successful and with the Tigers when they were not. Um, But I don't think it's been as, like, one's been just awesome and one's been putrid. Um, Yeah, it's not like the Grizzlies have been
1: racking and stacking Western Conference finals experience. No,
4: so that's one thing. But then the other thing is, is that find me another, here's how you know that it is not just the product of on-the-court success, but it is structural. Okay. Find me another city that has an NBA team and a college basketball team where the college basketball team is bigger or as big.
1: Mm. There is none.
4: This is, I hate to say this, this is the natural... The closest
1: thing would have been the closest thing would have been Villanova, but there's no way Villanova was as big as the Sixers.
4: There's not, not even, Villanova is not, no, Villanova's a great story for Villanova fans. Right. But it's a private, and it's, private it's, school yeah, in Villanova in doesn't yeah. transport, you don't have a, parades through the, the downtown city you love. I mean, maybe, are you going, like, if you stretch it and say North Carolina, North if you say that you're the University of North Carolina in Charlotte, but it's not in Charlotte, right? It's the state school, it's not, um, so... So that doesn't really work at all, but UCLA I, and, and the
1: Lakers, no. No.
4: Like you, you find, it, it is the natural order of things. and so it, it, and the way this relates to Memphis Madness to me, or student madness to me, like is, even Houston and the Rockets, like not close. It, it, it is the way of the world. If there's nothing there's, and there's nothing wrong or unnatural with it. And we can also acknowledge that even within that disparity, the Tigers, as a college basketball team, are very – people care deeply about them and are very well attended for a college basketball team, extraordinarily well attended. It doesn't, there's, not, not any, there's no shame in being second to the Grizzlies. It's the natural order of things. I, you, you simply can't find another place where the college basketball team matters more than the pro basketball team in the same city. That doesn't happen. And so what's happening to me, I think, is that we're seeing a right sizing or a resizing of the University of Memphis program. They are having things like student madness and they're having things like right now, five-game ticket packages and all the... the, the, what's the they, have a, they have a new ticket that they introduced the other day. I guess they had it last year too, where you buy tickets and you get... Depending on the game, your seats in a different place. Whatever else you, they're having to do these things because it's no. Lo- they are no longer the number one team in town, and so they're having to like they're just they're resizing their program now. They have Memphis Madness at Elmoron Fieldhouse, and they have students. Why? Because they knew they couldn't. Here's the truth. Because they knew they couldn't. You. It's what you said. They knew they couldn't get a massive crowd of season ticket holders of Memphians. So let's have a massive crowds of students. And that's why it's happening. And you know what? That's okay. It's not, it's not the end of the world. It's fine. It's a college basketball program. It's not supposed to be. Right. But it is for people who grew up in the 1970s with this as the number one team in town. It's clearly.
1: Well, I think that's the key. It's it's for the people that are that are not used to it. It's, it's, it's such a flip that, you know what I mean? Like it's been a certain way for so long. You don't believe it. Right.
4: Uh, we're going to talk football in the next segment. Uh, there was baseball last night and uh, there will not be baseball today. Correct. <laughs> there will not clear in that calendar for bears commanders. There, there will not be baseball today uh, because we had four sweeps uh, the Rangers over the Rays, seven-one. More mocking of the Rays. The Rays did score, though. Crowd there. In three of these series, the swept team scored one run over mm-hmm. over the course of the two games. I mean, it. This was not a. This was not a riveting wild card uh, uh, round here. You had the. Um, you had the Twins beating the Jays. Uh, first, now, that as their first series win since 2002, um, and so Rangers will go on to play the Orioles. Twins will go on to play the Astros. You had the A, the Arizona beating the Brewers. Uh, they'll go on to play the Dodgers and the Phillies beating the Marlins in front of a raucous crowd. Uh, people are very approving of that, the raucous crowd, and they're going to go on to play. The Braves. Which second round series is most compelling to you? You think, like that Phillies Braves? I think it's
1: Braves yeah. Phillies. The Phillies
4: and, and those teams don't like each other. Well, and, and on- they will be raucous. And the regular season Braves won that series eight to five.
1: And now, like the scene in Philly. Granted, it's obviously going to start in Atlanta, but the scene in Philly looks like a football game. Like it's it's it was insane. Um, the Phillies, the Phillies, the last two years against NL teams are eleven and two in the playoffs. So, like, there is kind of this thought of, like, are the Phillies, like, getting this magic? Um, uh, Bra- I, I, I'm kind of interested are, in Bra- Dodgers-Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks, Braves Diamondbacks Braves also feel – Diamondbacks like they're feel the come. They're on the come, man. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Um, all right, we're going to take
4: a break. Uh, we'll talk NFL and college football coming up. Next, um, and then than uh, then then Chris Harrington, then writer than write trivia. Um, over at FanDuel, new customers can bet five bucks and get two hundred dollars in bonus bets guaranteed. That's right, can bet five dollars and get two hundred dollars in bonus bets guaranteed. FanDuel is easy to use, official betting partner of the NFL, safe, secure, all of that. Just gotta go to FanDuel.com/slash Calkins C-A-L-K-I-N-S, C-A-L-K-I-N-S. S. Must be 21 or older. Present Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as is non-withdrawable. Bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee Redline one 9789
1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today.
0: I'm Trista Crick with VECQL. You might be looking for a reason to watch the Chicago Bears play the Washington Commanders on Thursday Night Football. Never fear, I'll give you one. Commanders quarterback Sam Howell's rushing prop is 12 and a half yards averaging 21 yards rushing per game and has hit this number his last three games, including 40 yards last week against the Eagles. Bet Sam Howell's rushing prop and give yourself a reason to tune in. I'm Trista Crick, helping you beat the books and bet smarter with Beck L. Download the BetMGM app today.
4: Thursday Night Football is on, and it's only on Prime. Tonight, it's a classic NFC showdown when Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears head to the nation's capital to take on Sam Howell and the Washington Commanders. Not a Prime member? Sign up for a 30-day free trial to stream the game. Coverage begins at 7 p.m. Eastern with TNF Tonight, presented by Verizon. It's the Bears and the Commanders on Thursday Night Football, and it's on Prime. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash
1: Amazon. Attention taxpayers. If you or your business owe the IRS back taxes, the IRS has greenlighted billions of dollars in tax relief to those facing financial hardship and is now accessible through tax help USA. If you have a delinquent tax problem and possibly facing wage garnishment, liens, levies, audits, or already in a payment plan, you may now qualify for significant relief for this free information. Call 800-948-9401. 800-948-9401. That's 800 800-948-9401.
2: At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial grade supplies for every industry with same day pickup and next day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger
3: Yo, J. Balvin here. Verizon just hooked me up with a new iPhone 15 Pro with titanium. How can you get one? By switching to
4: my plan at your Verizon store. Get the amazing new iPhone 15 Pro on them. When you trade it, any iPhone, any model, any condition, guaranteed. And listen to my new song, Dientes on your way to get the
1: new iPhone 15 Pro.
3: Don't miss out. Switch to my plan from Verizon today. It's your Verizon. 999.99. 99, 128 gigabyte only device payment purchase or full retail purchase with new smartphone line on unlimited ultimate plan required. Less $1,000 trade and or promo credit applied over 36 months. Promo credit ends Availability eligibility requirements are no longer met. 0% APR. The power's out at our house. Ah!
2: Coffee table. But since our family has storm ready Wi-Fi from Xfinity, we can stream or
3: game in the dark.
2: Oh, who moved the couch? So that's what we're doing right now in fact is I try and feel around for a seat. Ah, here we go. Oh cactus? Can I
0: get a little help over here? Yeah, bro. Just let me finish this boss battle. Sure, go ahead. Medic!
3: Hey everybody, this is Andrew Filipponi here bringing you the parlay of the day brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. FanDuel is offering up a great same game parlay offer for tonight's Bears-Commanders game, so let's take advantage of that right now. They put together a winning parlay. I'm going to start with the Bears plus six. Justin Fields completed his first 16 passes against Denver. I know, I know it's the Broncos, but Washington is one of five defenses giving up 30 points per game. I'm also going to take Fields over 45.5 rushing yards. He's done that in two of the Bears' games this season. I do think the game goes under 44.5, though. Look for it to be played in the low 20s. That gets us under this three-leg parlay pays at 5-1. That's it for the parlay of the day. Brought to you by FanDuel. Download the FanDuel app today and make every moment more with America's number one sportsbook. 21 Plus in President, Tennessee. Bonus issued is non withdrawable bonus fest that expires seven
4: days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See full terms at slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call TN Redline. 1
1: 800 889 9789.
0: This customer service week, Bank of America is celebrating teammates who go above and beyond to support their clients. Like Emily, who helps clients create a plan to build the future they want. Like a wedding, having kids, or retirement. All real achievements her clients have shared photos of. For all your financial goals, we're here to listen and help. What would you like the power to do? Learn more at bankofamerica.com about. Bank of America and member FDIC equal credit opportunity lender.
4: To go see him. He and his clinical staff have all been vaccinated. You can go see him for yourself. Just call 309-133-309-133. Located 1941 South Germantown Road in Germantown near Saddle Creek. Visit SmileCenterMemphis.com.
0: Today, partly sunny and delightful with a high of 77. Weather brought to you by Total Wine and More. At Total Wine and More, save big on what you love this month with hundreds of deals on amazing wines and spirits. Love what you find at the lowest prices only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly. Be 21. No, we don't sell commission-based products. We're a fiduciary, the highest standard of care for a financial advisor. It means we're obligated to act in our clients' best interest.
2: So when do you make more money? Only when your clients make more money?
0: Yep. We have one transparent management fee structured, so we do better when our clients do better. Sounds like
2: you really look out for your
0: clients. We do, because our priority is helping them achieve a comfortable retirement. That might be why most of our clients come from other money managers. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments. Clearly, different money management.
3: Investments and securities involve the risk of loss. I'm Tony Kornheiser, and this is my show. What, you expecting something different? Whether you're looking for deep, insightful dives into
4: the day's top sports stories, that's why we have guests, right, Nigel? Or simply how to get change for 100. You'll find it on the Tony Kornheiser Show. From football picks, from the best prognosticators in the business, including a monkey, to real-time baseball playoff analysis, to traffic in an area where you don't live. We got you covered. My friends come on and you know them. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Back on the Jeff Dawkins show on election day. Um Jeffrey, we got uh, we got news from the
1: University of Memphis football program. Is this correct? Indeed we do, Jeff. Uh Ryan Sorfield has purchased 2,500 oh, tickets to the Memphis 2 nice lane game. That
4: was nice of him.
1: And included a video.
4: Oh, he's got a let's yeah. let's let's hear from Ryan. Go ahead.
1: Memphis fans, we have a big conference game on Friday, October 13th. Well, I'm all in on packing the stadium. So I just purchased 2,500 tickets that you can claim for free. We want you there at the stadium on October 13th being loud and proud. Hope to see you there. Go Tigers, go.
4: So that's a nice gesture. It is indeed a nice gesture. It's a nice gesture. It sounds like he's a freaking hostage. Yes. It, let, let me hear that again. Let me, let me uh, hear that again. Can we, can we play? It sounds like a hostage video. This isn't his fault, though. It's just who he is, right? Like, in the end. Not great
1: on the mic. Doesn't cut a problem. It's a
4: great gesture. Great excitement. 2, 2,500 tickets. It's just not. It sums it up, right? Yeah. No, it sums it up. That's it. I got it one more time. If you want. Okay, here we go. Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Here we are
1: again. Memphis we are. fans, we have a big conference game on Friday, October 13th. Well, I'm all in on packing the stadium, so I just purchased 2,500 tickets that you can claim for free. We want you there at the stadium on October 13th being loud and proud. Hope to see you there. Go Tigers, go.
4: You know what? It doesn't matter,
1: does it? No. I mean, in the end, whether i I'm all in on—oh, my goodness. This is the classic, don't read a
4: script. Give me bullet points. You know what it is? That's really good advice. Let's turn this into something positive. Correct. Don't re positive. Because I don't mean to be. Like, the guy bought 2,500 tickets. That's a really good thing. Um, But for all of you out there, if you are speaking. Bullet points. To a group. Speak to the group. Yes. Don't read. Yes. Don't. Now, if you are like. So emotional that you couldn't possibly get through whatever you're gonna say or whatnot. Like you're given a eulogy and you just can't. Like then, I'm not saying go unprepared. No, no, no. But in and the, but fundamentally, what you do, the way you give up any kind of public presentation, is you. I actually what what I do, and I'm not like some you know. I'm not you give some, a lot of talks. Though. I'm not some golden tongue orator. I do write the damn thing out if it's something. If it's a talk that I really care about, like I I I gave the sermon at the Calvary lunch series um, a year or so ago, and I was nervous as could be, and that Jennifer Biggs, is, I spoke at her service, and I wrote that word for word. I wrote it out word for word. But then I turned it into bullet points. Yes, you know that reminded me. And the be- the easiest way to do this is, if your talk is is like just think about it. I'm going from this uh, greetings to the first story I want to tell to the second story I want to tell to, and then. And then, yeah, you can sort of memorize it. You can say it a dozen times if you want. You can say it 15, you can say it 82 times as practice, so it all feels natural. But don't read. You could see Ryan's eyes moving yes. as and that's the, it's, you're doomed. unless you're a professional telete – you know, there are right. like news, newscasters newscasters, professional newscasters. And back when I did the my short-lived TV show over at WKNO. I got so I could read off the teleprompter and make it sound natural even as I was doing that. But those are professional newscasters who can do that. Most people shouldn't read off a script. I think you're right, Jeffrey. I, turned, I think you turned that into a valuable you're welcome. into a valuable lesson for people. And by the way, and, and, and the good news here is he bought 2,500 tickets. Yes. and they're trying to create enthusiasm for what is big-ass game. Let, let's, let's think about this for a moment. If they win that game, Jeffrey, what is
1: likely and what
4: is possible?
1: I think at the, if you win that game, you are the favorite to host the AAC title game. And Once
4: you win that game, you're the favorite to host the AAC title
1: game. And Fresno has like a weird game against Wyoming this weekend at Wyoming. Typically, the Mountain West eventually starts eating, eating itself. itself. And so –
4: so, w- possible that you could be the representative? Yes. Uh, from the group of five, to play in the Peach Bowl, presumably, yes. um, and very likely that you could be hosting the AAC Championship game. That's how big this Friday game is against Tulane. And by the way, Tulane did not look unbeatable against against UAB this
1: past weekend. No, they they quarterbacks they looked, back. Pratt is back. He looked rusty. But, I mean, I don't know. Just watching Tulane this year, it's like, oh, maybe they missed Tajay Spears. Now, I do think they're very good on the defensive front.
4: Yeah. Um, all right. Other uh, uh, There's other news, college and pro. The NFL felt moved yesterday to defend its recent coverage of pop superstar Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey amid backlash from fans and even Kelsey himself, who said the league is overdoing it. Pot calling kettle—that that's a little much, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah. When, when 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 Travis Kelsey, who has been fully hopping into a yes,
1: publicly pursuing Taylor Swift,
4: yes, and going on podcasts to talk about correct. Taylor Swift, and yes, not exactly keeping it a great secret, correct. So I think somewhat hypocritical of Travis Kelsey to well, can say somewhat okay, highly tra- highly hypocritical of Travis Kelsey. But this is what the uh, NFL—Swift, of course, uh, has been to two games now, um, and that game against the Jets watched by an average of 27 million TV viewers. Uh, This is what the NFL said. Um, We frequently change our bios and profile imagery based on what's happening in and around our games as well as culturally. The Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey news has been a pop-cultural moment— we've leaned into in real time as it's an intersection of sport and entertainment, and we've seen an incredible amount of positivity around the sport. Uh, the vast majority of our content has remained focused on the game, our players, and variety of other initiatives, including our tour story, Fun Day, Football, AltCast, the international games, and more. So there you go. You know what? Honestly, I think the fact that we have people NFL fans complaining and swifty fans complaining means we find the right balance I actually yeah. think it's the right balance like I I like from me when I watched that game uh, the 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 Jets game my initial comment Monday was for swifty fans that wasn't a lot of stuff like they didn't get that much I thought I don't think the I'll be honest I don't think the NFL has anything to apologize for here I would capitalize. It's clearly worked. It's drawing in viewers. NFL fans will roll their eyes at it, and there may ultimately be some backlash, but the, 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 the viewing numbers have not dropped. They've gone up. It was fundamentally focused on a football game. Certainly when the football game started, you got a couple shots of her in the, in the, but not many. I honestly think, if I think Swifties have more right to complain than NFL fans have to complain. And I don't See, think either I, one can complain.
1: Okay, there as long that's, as that's, that's my yeah, fundamental. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I think it, I, I actually
2: think they hit it right.
1: Yes, no, I'm with you. Like there's been the, more focus on football. The thing that has bothered me is there's been this added like there's been a lot of think pieces about football fans aren't welcoming the Swifties. I'm not seeing any football fans that have been like get out of here. It's like come on. The problem has been Swifties have got upset that there's not more. Right, and it's like you came to our football game. We're watching the football game. We invited you. Like, there's not going to be a Taylor Swift concert in the middle of this.
4: Right. I, I, don't, well, I don't expect a Taylor Swift concert in the middle of it, although uh, times can get, you know, whatever. That's yeah, but they fine. won't pay her enough. Um, they won't pay her enough. So, um, no, I actually think they've str- hit it right. I do wonder if the fact that they felt the need to say that means that there will be less going forward.
1: Well, I, mean, I think a big part of it she's is she's not going to be
4: there. Yeah, exactly. Right, she's not going to be there. So, there you go. Um, okay, other news, we got a real we got a real barn Woo! burner.
1: We got a barn burner
4: tonight. Who's ready? Bears, Commanders. I know Alice. Bears, Commanders tonight. Speaking of Commander, yep, Commander the dog, the uh-huh. White House dog. And listen, people say that I don't, you know, if if you all think that I'm too pro Joe Biden, I want to make two things clear. One is I would like him to step aside and let someone else run. Uh-huh. That's my very clear position on this. I think he should step aside and let someone else run. Secondly, the fact that he has a dog that has bitten the Secret Service eleven times well, and is that irresponsible was that- and
1: insane. It was also more
4: than had been acknowledged. Yes. Oh no. They've 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 recently they they uncovered. That it was 11, including bites that have been had to be treated by visits to the hospital. If your dog, ladies and gentlemen, had bit anyone three times, they'd take it out and shoot it. Correct. It'd be put down. It would be like 11 freaking times, and here's the thing. No bad dogs. Just bad owners. I don't necessarily. I do think there are some dogs that can be so. Well, certainly, there's some dogs, rescues who You can get that have been so badly damaged, sure, that, that, that they're irreparably what I, I believe that and whatever. There are dogs, but if you have a dog that is, and presumably they have resources, Jeffrey. Yes, I guarantee you can't German have Shepherd a dog costume. that
1: four figures,
4: you can't have a dog that
1: bites 11 times. Well, not only that, if you're the president of the United States. You have access to literally like the trainer, greatest, anyone the you greatest want. dog training in the world. It's like the greatest setup ever. It seems crazy to me. Eleven times. No, what is crazy to me is that it kept have going you been on.
4: Bitten? That's what I mean. Have you been bitten by a dog? Have you ever been? No. I have been. Back when I was, uh, back when I had an egg root, growing up, uh, and I had a paper root too, and then but I had an egg root before I had a paper root, and the Brendels had a dog a German short-haired pointer named Pepper. And I, it barked, it, it was fierce. And and I hated delivering eggs to, to the Brendels. And, um, and one day Pepper was out and I just had this view. I don't know why I thought that what you should do is put
1: your hand out to show that like whatever. Right, sniff it, yeah.
4: And I put my hand out, and the damn dog just bit my hand that's like like a, like a like a like a hole
1: punch. You think you think you're doing the right thing, and then you I just don't get think I yeah. did the right thing. Yeah,
4: that's the only time I've been bitten by a dog. But um, I think it's crazy. I think I hate to say it. I don't know if the dog should be put down, but it should go. Let's it should go to a more responsible owner if it's not put down. So there you go. On to the football game. Mm-hmm. I was everybody's thinking about locked this. in for it. Feels like to me, right now. Biggest Stories of the football season Aaron Rodgers injury, Taylor Swift, right? Yes, Uh, those are those are the the two biggest stories of the football season. Yes, what's next?
1: I guess what is next is Burrow and his injury, right? Is that you will this will be remembered or will be Cowboys being
4: good or 49? I mean, it's the AFC, or is it's the it's
3: the- what strikes
4: me is – I'll tell you what strikes me, and I'm reminded this the, because the Bears come. How many teams – there are so many teams that are disappointing. And shouldn't there be an even – shouldn't it be relatively – Surprises and – Shouldn't the surprises and the disappointments been basically, oh, well, these – because there's just only – every week, the same number of teams win and lose. So it feels like there should be more happy surprises than disappointments. But if I tell you who are the happy surprises – I'd say the Texans are a happy surprise, right? Yes, agreed. But even they're not great; they're two and two. But right, they're, but they're, they're a happy think, surprise. No, but
1: I mean, if you're a Texans fan, don't happy you feel surprise. better about yeah. your team than no. you did to start the season? Uh, no question. We didn't see
4: this coming. Like maybe whatever. They're, they're a happy surprise. Yeah, I think the Bucks are a happy surprise. Yeah, agreed. Right. Um, Seahawks? Maybe you're going to get a Seahawks? Were they? Were they? Was this expected? No, I mean, I'd say they're on the. Like, here tick the, above pleasant surprise. I'm already like, kind of reaching because, like, Ravens, too. Like, Ravens might uh, – people – a lot of people expected them to be big. They're good. They're not yes. really a happy surprise. They're just good. They've been good. Well, they got their quarterback. They got their quarterback. Um,
1: Colts, commanders? I think commanders I'd put up there. Colts are exceeding expectations. I still think the problem is nobody really thinks, like, they're – I, I don't think anyone thinks contender. the Commanders are but, good or the Colts are good. But I do think mo- Like I think the Commanders can very easily be a playoff team. Commanders could be a playoff team.
4: But I think honestly, the only two that I think are just slam dunk happy surprises are the Texans and the Bucks. And I think it would have been the Dolphins until last week. Yeah, the Dolphins are yes. The, the, just how electric they are. Hour. But a lot of people thought they were good. We had Dave Hyde on yeah. from South Florida, best who said he said yeah. they're much the best roster in the league. So I'm not going to put the Dolphins as a happy surprise. I think the people just thought they'd be good. Whereas teams that are disappointing: Broncos disappointing, Vikings disappointing, Bengals disappointing, Steelers disappointing, Giants disappointing, Bears disappointing, Pats disappointing, Jets disappointing. Clearly, right? And Any of those teams not disappointing? Broncos, Vikings, no, no. no Bengals, I was trying to Steelers, think if, the, if Giants, there's others. Bears, Pats, Jets. Now the Jets is an obvious reason why they're yeah, disappointing. Yeah, but... So that's and that's slightly different. And you could maybe Bengals too, but it's still shocking. Bengals are averaging 12.3 points a game. The Bengals have been just as bad 1. offensively
1: as the Giants.
4: Yes, just as bad. Just as bad offensively as the Giants. They've been putrid. And that's the thing. A lot of these teams have been putrid. So why is it that there are so many more disappointments than? Is it because the,
1: the, the awesome teams are awesome? No, my working theory is that offensive line play is at an all-time low. And what we're seeing is if you cannot— okay, so play- Jets is clearly an offensive line situation. Yep. Uh, Bears is at least
4: in part an offensive yes. situation. Giants is an offensive line situation. Beng Steelers is offensive line yes. situation. Bengals Bengals is offensive line with an injured quarterback. Broncos is more of a defense situation yes. than anything Agreed. else. Vikings is in a freaking eleven turnover situation. Yes. That's what that is. I think offensive line play is bad. Um, but it is kind of so you look up and you say, Well, why are these games so bad? Well, the games are so bad because there's so many teams that are like awful.
1: Well, and then on top of that, like it's it's almost like the NFL used to be there used to be, I feel like I feel like now we have like really good teams and we have bad teams. Whereas it felt like the NFL for a long time there was a mushier middle. It feels like now that we have a big a much bigger gap between the good teams and the bad teams. And that's made for bad football. Uh
4: other little bit of news. Let's see. Uh Evan Neals apologized for ripping Giants fans for you know, he said, what, he said, what are they doing? Flipping burgers? It was just a typical... Like, yeah, I mean... He was mad he got booed. That's fine. Yes. Whatever. They, 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 He was awful. Pats uh, reacquired J.C. Jackson. Um, Christian Gonzalez, the really good corner who they drafted first round this year, is out. And he was benched by the Chargers. And so, yeah, and J.C. Jackson... had been bodies, si- ...had yes. been signed by the Chargers for five years, $82.5 million a year ago, and has been benched. It's terrible. And so the Pats... Have, he was good in New England, and so yes. the Pats reacquired him. Makes all the sense in the world to do that. Um, Jamal Adams has apologized for going off on the concussion doctor, which was a bad scene.
1: You know, it was he, a bad scene, but like, I don't know. He's a freaking football player. He was emotional. They were taking him out of the game. Right. Like, I'm not saying fine. that that gives you like a entitlement to like commit assault, but he was just, he had a bad moment on the sideline. Uh, and then
4: um, one college story that we have not talked about at all, too really interesting to me Um well, one, there was an essay in the Washington Post about how game day with Pat McAfee has changed. Yeah, Godfrey wrote it. Yeah. That it's just that it used to be this great fun thing and it's become a bully was his, was his idea, particularly in the way they're pummeling Washington State repeatedly. Like Washington State, which was, by the way, one of the great game day stories when they, they got the, the, you know, you said the Washington State flag. They yep. Always get to the game day. They mail it, yeah. And that, uh, that they've become a bully and is much less fun and all of that. There have been big changes, right, in, in game day. They got rid of Bear. Yeah, Bear. Well, the Bear went to Fox. The Bear went to Fox. Yes. Um,
1: added McAfee course was just you know a shell of like alcohollic's gone I mean there's been a there's been a, a you think, roster you think up.
4: it is less fun than it used to be um yes but I don't know if that's necessarily it is weird here's the truth though is that ESPN as they talk about the Washington State story and then pummeling Washington State for because it was you know it was it's all based on the Washington State coach went after Lee Corso for calling it whatever. the But here's the truth. ESPN is responsible. That's the, that's, that's the problem. And so ESPN, literally the networks are doing this. It's the networks who are driving the conference realignment. The networks who are responsible for leaving out Washington State. They made the decision to leave out Washington State. So then to mock Washington State, which Pat McAfee is doing now, it just seems... Malicious. It seems weirdly when you did it, he didn't do it, but 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 ESPN, the, did. ESPN did it. Yes, that's kind of a bad look.
1: Well, I mean, the other point that I know Godfrey had made is that there was a more honest discussion about college realignment on NFL Network than it was on ESPN.
4: Right, because they can't discuss Correct. it honestly because ESPN d- is doing it. Correct. You can't literally, like, literally one of the biggest stories in college football. Honestly, more important to fans than the NIL and portal is yes, the way. Yes, And and you can't have ESPN talking about it honestly because they're the ones who are doing it. Correct. And it is kind of, you know, kind of weird. Okay, other two other stories uh, and a college stories we want to get to. Then we got to we're going to have Chris Harrington here, and then we'll play writer than right trivia. Uh, Urban Meyer, Michigan State, is that real? No.
1: No, I don't think it is. It can't be, right? It couldn't have been. I mean, I will say this. You can't bounce to Urban Meyer. If it ends up being real, it is the most college sports in 2023 moment of all time. If you fire, if you're a school that has high profile sexual abuse crimes, and then you fire your previous coach for moral reasons, and then you hire Urban Meyer. What is Urban Meyer's?
4: If you were to say the top three, uh, the top three black marks on Urban Meyer, like what is he, what is he most, uh, would a college hold against him?
1: Well, I mean, or should a college hold against him? So if it's a college, I guess do we set aside the the all the all the, all the weird stuff? That well, no, he but did I'm saying like the hitting on the
4: the well, blonde. Well, no, that that matters. Yeah, that that's icky for a university yeah. for any employer.
1: Well, and especially when you're Michigan State.
4: Yes, you no, know, that falls when you're when when you have a relationship, quote unquote, relationship harassment, yes. whatever it is, and you see, do you hire the guy who is groping someone Correct. at at at, at the, his own
1: steakhouse? Yes, at his own
4: steakhouse. That's that. I do think that's meaningful. Yes. Is the uh, is the is the crime stuff at the Aaron Hernandez all of that Florida stuff? Is that in this top three?
1: Yeah. I mean, you literally you had a murderer on your team.
4: <laughs> Let well, Hugh live in a glass yes, house exactly. Colette, or whatever, something whatever. I mean that then Zach goes, yeah. Smith,
1: you know, you employed him and you kept doing the I didn't know, I didn't know. What did well, Zack Smith do again? Well, Zach Smith, remember you had the he has sexual abuse on claims against, you know, his ex wife. He was sending like Sexual paraphernalia to the football office. Um, in the end, it's a, it's a long list. Yes, of just sort of. Yeah, stuff. he's just the biggest hypocrite in
4: the world. And then, uh, in terms of the uh, uh, games this weekend, is Alabama A M and almost the most
1: interesting? I actually think it is. If you want to make the case for Oklahoma Texas, I'll right, of one hundred percent because. Both those teams are good,
4: and, and, and Texas being back, correct, might be. I mean, obviously, These, it might could it could end up being the big story of the year. Right now, Dion is the big story of the year. Yes, but by the end of the year, and the Deion, and notice how back, the Dion story's fizzling. Right. Texas being back and winning, a, you know, Texas winning a national championship correct. like that could be, and so that's that's potentially bigger to me than this than
1: than the, than Alabama receding, right? I, correct. But the, here's the reason why I would make the Alabama case. If Alabama loses this game, they're done. And it's the first week in October. This is the earliest I can remember an Alabama team being done. Secondly, that now sets up the position for the West to just be an absolute free-for-all. Because at this point now, you would have Alabama who's beat Ole Miss. Ole Miss beats LSU. A&M's beating Alabama now, you could have this like actual free for all in the West of who's going to win. The line there is down to one. One and a half. Originally opened at three and a half.
4: Uh, you are not going to be here tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But we're digging our way out of a hole. Mm-hmm. We're back over 500, but we're, we're sti- back. We're back st- over 500. And we financially, I like the way things are mm-hmm. going. We're,
1: we're trending in right, Three straight winning games So reeks.
4: we're gonna try to get you on tape mm-hmm. with your. is that. Is that? Can we do? Can we we've arrange? Got the, we've got the notepad over here, Chef. Because we need. And so I will tell you. We will tell you tomorrow who Jeffrey is pick. Is that one? Is that the, gonna be on your? Oh yeah. I do
1: not love the board though.
4: We will tell you tomorrow. Oh, that's, that's, that's bad. That's.
1: I mean that has not stopped me. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. All five. right. We're still like trending like fifteen picks.
4: Uh, it's election day. A good way to celebrate election day would be, you know what I say with, uh, with, uh, pork belly confit confit. That's it. I think make a new, uh, the new election day tradition, head over to bounty on broad tonight and watch the results come
2: in. Um, and, uh, this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?